This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Welcome to another edition of Aile La Rouge for the Liverpool Echo. And I'm delighted to say we have the Accrington Stanley manager, some call him the Messiah, John Coleman with us. He's back, back uh, after three straight wins and then unfortunately a defeat in the week. And we have our also regular guests, John Nicholson and Keith Colvin. But first of all, we have to start with talking about um, the midweek performance against Red Star. Now, th- this game was built up because of the 1973 uh, match when Liverpool allegedly changed the tactics after uh, being outclassed by Red Star. But the Red Star of um, 2018 were a pale shadow of the Red Star from years ago. And if, if you want to see what I'm talking about, just look on YouTube and you'll see that team. But John, what did you, you saw the match? I mean, what did you think? We, um... I mean, you couldn't compare them to the the, the team of, of '73. You know, they they had outstanding individuals and with a big fish. You know, in that era, and they were the days when Liverpool didn't lose many games anyway. Yeah, you know, that's why it was so. So that's why it was yeah. so emphatic. Yeah, or so um, important. Really. Yeah. Um, so, but you know the. I know they're the shadow of themselves, but they're still a Champions League team. Yeah. And so to go and win 4 0, I know, you know, on the back of um, PSG putting six past them, everyone's expecting that. But, you know, they've, they, they have had a point that they, they, they drew it in that place, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not, there's no doubt that there's going to be any pushovers in that. And, you know, I know you're going to go on about stats later on, but just the amount of goals Liverpool have scored in such a short space of time in the Champions League. You know, I think that can only bode well for what we ever we do in the future in the Champions League. Yeah, John, I mean, in terms of the first 20 minutes, they were like, almost fine on the feet, weren't they, Liverpool? But then they re- I think they realised that these are here for the taking. And, you know, the first two goals were absolutely sublime. Yeah, they? I, I think, you're right, the first 15 minutes I thought we were a bit sloppy at times. And um, Red Star were quite physical, they were really wanted to challenge for everything and not all of our players won actually do that. Just not being physical of night, but yeah. but they don't actually wanna um, get stuck in in some, in some ways. But but once we got the first goal yeah. and settled down some some great work by um Shikiri, yeah. I thought it just totally changed and, and like um it was a really good, enjoyable yeah. performance. Yeah. Keith, what did you think? Yeah again obviously you know at the end of the game, obviously we thought we outclassed them, but they still had to be beaten, as John said. You know, they're not they, they're no mugs, and obviously they have come not to get attacked. Yeah. But I, what I thought was a good sign that he brought Arnold back in, because I think we'd be missing. I know he had a bit of a poor game against Napoli, but he wasn't on his own there. Yeah, and, I, I and think last night both the, 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 the two fullbacks made a and, massive you know, difference. The, yeah, in the Arnold, you know, as much as Gomez is a good right back, he's, he's a much better centre half. Um, and he's good with the ball this week Gomez is not too much about it but Arnold gives us for me anyway he gives us a bigger outlet down the right hand side he's got more speed he's more dynamic and I think it showed in the end the way the two yeah. fullbacks passed on Now Klopp said after the game he, he, he more or less he tinkered with the lineup in terms of the formation and he played a, a 4-2-3-1 uh, to suit Fabinho I mean did you see it like that John I mean mm-hmm. or, uh, I, I think I think they're quite fluid in their uh, performances yeah. change all the time yeah at any given time you couldn't really say what they were playing yeah. you know what I mean it's still predominantly 4-3-3 for me yeah. but you know the the, the the big difference between John was talking before is that the play was quicker after they scored that first goal the tempo upped 
the one touch play was better, the forward play was quicker and more dynamic. And we were spoiled last year, weren't we? You know, we got yeah. we got seated to an absolute wealth of feast yeah. of, of attacking football, quick yeah. football. Um, you know, not every game, but in the main, you know, especially the big games, the yeah. Man City games and that, we attacked with so much dynamics and, yeah. and really enthusiasm. And that was back last night. No, like, you can argue the opposition wasn't as strong, but them players won't see it like that. You know, them players, yeah. all the forwards or the front three scoring, yeah. that'll do their confidence the world. They're good. They that hasn't happened, good. by the way, since we played Roma in April. So yeah. that hasn't happened since then, you know, which is significant. Yeah. yeah, but you know, the, the fact that. They're creating chances by playing one touch football, by playing quick, fast football, uh, getting your full backs forward. Yeah. You know, hopefully they'll take that into the league. I had a lad um, standing next to me who studied football, he's eight year old, <laughs> uh, and he's one of the one of the lads who stands by me. It's his, cop kids. Uh, uh, cop, one of the cop kids, yeah. And he said, before we scored the first, he said, Dad, Dad, uh, he said, Firmino's playing in midfield. <laughs> he said, uh, and we said to uh, Dave Mack, who's standing there, said, Get on the phone to Klopp and tell him. And he was sort of like saying, Why is he coming back in midfield? But actually, with the Shakiri pass to yeah. uh, Roberts, and then he pulled it back, and Firmino was coming in from deep, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. So, I, I think that's the point I was going to make, actually. Firmino, last night for me, gave us the impetus. I know Shakiri played really well, but I think Firmino was buzzing around the pitch the way he does and, and, yeah. and the way he was, he was working. Last night. I and right, right back, you know. Almost on the edge of our area sometimes, trying, trying to start things off. But I think it gives us a bit of a, an impetus and a platform to work on. And yeah. what John was just saying there, we was we may have been spoiled last season, but but this season we haven't seen last night's performance an awful lot of we. No, no, and, no. And tonight I felt that we were sort of. Well, it's back a lot to harder it. to do what we did last night in the Premier League, isn't it? it is. Seems well, just yeah, differently. You know, yeah. Cardiff's going to come on Saturday. We'll probably go on to that later. Yeah, with a different mindset, a complete different mindset. To every, most teams we play against, so that's something we've got to live yeah. with. But I thought, for me, Firmino was down back to his best last night. He was all over the pitch. He was he was coming deep because Shakiri was looking. It's natural tendency for Shakiri to go forward and, yeah. and occupy that space. So he dropped out, and there's no no coincidence that Shakiri laid two, two goals on basically yeah. the first two goals. And I think Is that's that, a great a great sign of the team that he can adapt, as John says. But I've been told to adapt. Yeah, you, you see, Firmino, I mean, we've seen him play for years and. He very very rarely occupies the centre forward spot, does he? He's always pushing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, there, and everywhere. But you know, as we as we lead on to it, we're going to play teams who are going to, especially teams who think the relegation for them and their their um, their goal is to stay up. They get everybody up behind the ball, and then Liverpool have a tendency, what I've I've done over the previous years, to play slow football, slow, down, slow yeah. build up, yeah. and and not take enough risks. And I think, you know, last night. They, they tried to do it a little bit similar, they tried to get them behind the ball. But they did take risks last night and you have to take risks. Because when you're playing against teams like that, you've got to be prepared to lose the ball in the final third because yeah, you know that you're going to get it back. You're going to get yeah. it back very, very quickly. Yeah. So instead of taking 40 passes to create one attack, you can do that in four. And then you're going to have six or seven attacks for every one that you're going to have. And then yeah. when it enhances the chances of scoring goals. Do you think Shakiri's that creative spark we've been lacking? You know. He, when he's on the ball, he's just he's just a bundle of energy, and, he, well, you, and you know he's looking for that. He's looking for that killer, that defense splitting pass all the time. Yeah, I think like for the for the first goal, I think his, his work won the ball back for us, and then he made himself available to to take it again. Yeah, and then he sort of waited and waited till Robinson was 
was in the exact position from where he was going to give it to him, and he just rolled it through as if he's like a, a golfer on the putting green, who's yeah, putting yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from a big distance, you know, and just just yeah. a perfect ball. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And, and, and the second, second ball, ball yeah. his yeah. second touch was so good that a lot of people might have actually missed the fact that he, he made the touch and he laid it on for Salah, you know. Yeah. It was so good. I mean, Salah took that. You know, when Salah doesn't have to think about things, he just yeah. instinctively, yeah. that's when the ball hits the back of the net. Yeah, well, I mean, that's used confidence to wear the good Especially with a swinger, you know what I mean? And it, yeah. it went in like a swinger as well, didn't it? Probably deceived the goalkeeper because of that. But you've got, you know, you're talking about the creative spark, and don't forget we were we were spoiled with Coutinho. Yeah. And then Ox Oxlade came came and I think surprised people. Yeah, yeah. He did really well, attacking wise. You know, Adam Brown has been devastated by injuries, but he, you know, arguably two or three years ago he was Liverpool's best player. Yeah. So you know, we know that the ability is there. Whether yeah. we can ever get the fitness back. But I, I do think you need one player of that ilk in the three. You know, be, yeah. playing behind the front three. I do think you need one, at least one player yeah. who's and got that mentality. And he's tough as the chance, hasn't he? Yeah, Shaqiri coming in. The good thing about Shaqiri is that he's a naturally attacking player. He's not yeah. someone, as you say, who's yeah. going to slow the game down. He's going to take 10 or four, 10, 12 passes to make something out of, you know, that he can do it too. He'll yeah. just take a chance, and that's what you need. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, did, we had missed Chamberlain. For the different reasons, because he was more dynamic with the ball, he ran, he used to run, and people didn't even commit them. Yeah. But he has, because he stepped in and done a great job, wasn't he? Yeah, it was Fabinho, absolutely superb, wasn't he? I mean, he started off slowly, but as he got more and more confidence, you could see his, the confidence was growing. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. He started off a little bit slow, maybe a little yeah. bit. Tipping his toe and I tensed it, that's the word, yeah. But that, but as the game went on, I thought he grew into it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he got a, Some a lot of good tackles in, but yeah. he, he nicked the ball off them a lot as well. You know, just just nicked yeah. it and, and he was away. He only got so one interception well. according to the stats. Well, yeah. 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 well no, no, and maybe that's it. An interception. Stats and damn stats. But a few times he, he, he just went, went behind someone and just nicked the ball but, off. But him. in the end, you know, you're right, he intercepted the passes more often than not in their half because you had Van Alden behind him. They, them two were swapping over as well. Yeah. And, and he had the, 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 the sort of like security of Van Alden sitting there. So we could push on a little bit more. And he did, you know, the long legs he's got. He did nick the ball a few times and then we yeah. were all right on top of him then, weren't we? Do you think, do you think it's been a case of like what he did with Robertson last year, he's just been just been getting used to the style and the system. Or, you know, I mean, do you think he's been, he's tried to coach him into like how to play the Liverpool way with Fabinho? He's obviously a good player because speaking to a French journalist last year saying he was absolutely outstanding for Monaco, he was supplying Madafi all the time. all the, And you could see that last night as the game went on. He was trying them, them defence splitting passes. Well, I think Klopp does that because even with Chamberlain, you could argue that he didn't yeah. hit the ground on really and yeah. was a bit indifferent when, when he first started playing for us. And, yeah. But you, you know, don't he you, waited with him for a bit. Don't you expect usually with a 40 million player he's going to throw him right in? He doesn't well, do well, that. Does well, he? No, he hasn't. Well, yes, and no, I mean, because Klopp showed you against. Um, was it. Wasn't Brighton, it was uh, Southampton. Southampton when he wasn't happy with Chiquiri's. Yeah. Effect on the team, and, and, it, and, it, and it took him off. And you know, and he, we didn't see him for a, for a few games, but it was great to others feel the other night. And you know, John, John will tell you better than anybody. He sees them every day in training. That's where you see these players, and you can and you can you can gauge how good or bad they are, and how they gel with the rest of the players in training. So that's what be, I'd like so to think. John, so, John, what did you think of Pino? Well, your fans will always have their opinions, and they're always yeah. have the favourites and the favourites. 
Jolie still out for me. I think um, I think it was a great game for him to play. I think it was a really good management strategy by um, Klopp to play him as, as more or less the linchpin of a midfield, really. Um, so given that bit of responsibility um, in a game that we all felt we would win anyway. Yeah. Um, and as you say, he grew into the game. You know, as I said, the jury told me whether he's going to be good enough to play in our best 11. I still doubt very much that he will be able to do that. But he certainly uh, answered a few critics that he's possibly not as bad as what people are going to make out that he, he could be for what he spent for 40 million. You know, you said yourself, um, a lot of French fans, you know, really think highly of him. Yeah. Um, and if he can, if he can settle into a Liverpool team, he can be good in Liverpool um, because you're playing with good players. And if you can, if you can handle the ball, which you know, yeah. let's hope he can. Why not? I mean, he looks I, really athletic, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I he think strong. Yeah, uh, you know, you're not in the Brazilian international squad unless you can play. Uh, like but I think I'd like to think that. I think I said it, and a lot of people, people around me at the end of the game said, you know, it's the same team for Sati, because Sati a big, big test for someone like Fabinho in the midfield against someone yeah. like Cardiff. who were basically just there to try and knock it out your stride and not let you play, basically. Yeah. I know they tried to do it a little bit, but Cardiff would be even worse than Sati for that. Yeah. So I think it'd be a good test for them. So the group's looking fairly tight, isn't it? You know, it's you know, it's it's uh, Liverpool top, Napoli, PSG. I mean, what's you know, it's going to be really difficult, isn't it? It's still going to be very hard, yeah. We know, we've still got to go to Red Star and win. Yeah, you know, yeah that, win. That, that's the bottom line. And, and if we do win, I think then just either one win or perhaps even a draw in either of the last yeah. two games yeah. will take us through. But if we don't beat Red Star... Did Napoli surprise you last night pressure. again and he's all there? You know, I mean, they were, they were, up, they were up twice, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, su- not surprised because I'm... I, in Sydney I, is quality, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I personally think PSG are overrated. Uh, overrated? They're I, a team of individuals, yeah, aren't My they? own opinion of that. Yeah. I, I think it was a great result for Liverpool last night as well. I was pleased with it. When it was over. And then I'm almost the top of the group. I, um, I want the Napoli game to be like one of those special European nights, which I think... Where we need to win, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I think, no, I think we must need to win to win the group. To win yeah. the group, I think. Yeah. I, 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 I think we'll qualify. Yeah. I think we'll qualify comfortably, but... I, I want that Napoli game to be like a shootout yeah. to win the group, and then you know, you know yourself more yeah, than anybody yeah, yeah. how good the European nights are when there's there's something that's yeah. there. There wasn't so much at stake last night. Well, it was it was also a subdued, subdued atmosphere because that's half fans were banned. Yeah. You know, when I put on Twitter today, like, I didn't think that was too, too bad actually. Yeah, well, it was subdued. Yeah, but, yeah, but you, just imagine three thousand of them in the Oh, would have been marvellous. Yeah. yeah. But you know, when we play Napoli, it's going to be electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. That's the nice we play, we want more, we want them every week to be there. Yeah. And also on the back of that, you know, later on in the season, well not later on, we've got, that'll give us a springboard into the games that we've got coming yeah. up towards Christmas, because we've got United Everton and teams like that to play, and if you can do that, as you say, you can So you're fairly confident we're going to qualify, but we just want to top the group, yeah? I want to top the group, yeah. Yeah, yeah hopefully. Yeah. Um, so in terms of, uh, have Napoli surprised you at all? Or, I mean, me. Yeah, it surprised me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they didn't think much of them, at, you know, um, in Naples, but you know, they won the game, didn't they? Well, they won the game, and, and I thought my personal opinion is, I don't know whether Liverpool got worse throughout the game or they got better. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a combination of two. Yeah. But you can't knock them. They made the chances against Liverpool. Didn't yeah, Liverpool yeah. laid a glove on them? Yeah. And they made the chance after chance, and eventually they took one. You know. Think that's down to Ancelotti? Do you think? Oh, I don't. I don't know what it's down to. We yeah. could be, but. 
Well, probably he's a, he's a good manager, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. But well, to PSG and be leading twice, you know, unlucky the, in the injury time when I'm on the league. Time, yeah. But you know, you've got to argue that you know maybe beating Liverpool give them a massive shot in the arm. You know, mainly well, what, was, whatever you say now, Liverpool are a massive scout now. Oh, and yeah. they were six or seven years ago. Yeah, now. Yeah. Rolls over by the top of the <laughs> <laughs> but, but now, but now, they're a big scalp. Yeah. And Liverpool now losing games. It's getting back to them days. It's big news. Yeah, that, yeah. made the news. Well, yeah. Napoli, when they beat us there, they, you know, their fans were saying it was one of the greatest nights of their lives. Yeah. You know, they were yeah. all over the media saying that, you know, that it was, you know, they had celebration yeah. and that. It was like, you know, so yeah, yeah, you're right. I think, you know, I mean, we all want us to win, win the Leeds, don't we? And, you know, I've, I've, I've been, been hit with a few stats this weekend. I, I find the, the start of the season is the, the least goal they've conceded. Ever? In the history of the club? Yeah, and it's, it's raining, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And also, I think if, um, if uh, Alisson keeps a clean sheet on uh, Saturday, I've jinxed it now, haven't I? Yeah, oh, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> if he keeps a clean sheet, he equals the... Um, the record of the Premier League clean sheet seven out of ten or something, you know, so yeah. so that's unbelievable. I mean look at our defence now, it's it's you just know last few games, well, even when we were one 0 at Huddersfield, well you know, we we rolled our luck a bit at the end, but we would have actually been winning that game two or three nil in other years to be confident of yeah. even but getting a draw. Yeah. That's changed that's changed that's coming because Listen, I know we haven't been criticised, but we have been in the past that you can't win them type of games. Mm-hmm. And then when we do win one 0 people say, "No, you're not playing very well." Yeah, you can't have a both ways. So I mean, it's good for this. It's a good sign that we are doing. You know, the, I mean, thing, the thing is now is that even even going back last year, you know, you remember the Watford game. Yeah. Can see the corner. Everyone's be, uh, the ones who haven't gone are hiding behind the couch. <laughs> the ones who have gone are wanting to go down and have a, a piss and drink on a pipe. Um, so, but now. We we fairly confident to see no one else. Yeah, well I am anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we look at someone like Van Dijk, sorry. Oh, he's, he's like a magnet towards the ball. And every time he goes in the box, you've got it done it. Every time the breaks, you get rid of it. Not yeah. all the time. I mean, that's the way it looks. There was, you know was a, a situation last night where it was a long ball played to Van Dijk, and Van Dijk's looking at it coming across to him in the air, and this red star fella closes him down just on the halfway line. But Van Dijk never took his eye off it. Wasn't put out at all by this fella clo- closing him down, and he just chested it, knocked it past him. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you, you know, back on the attack. last night, he just he just cleared his lines a few times, just yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is great. It makes a massive difference yeah. to us and, and oh, Gomez, if you believe. I mean, this time last year, we were you know we were discussing whether you know, <laughs> when Liverpool were after him, you know, and what he'd do, and we knew he was a good player. But did you did you honestly realise how good he was? But I mean, it's just, it's just no, the thing, the thing last no, time we were about, well, the first time we were talking about this when, when I was here, yeah, and, and you know, going back to the stats, this, this is a stat show, isn't it? <laughs> but he, he had gone 52 games in the Premiership for Southampton without making a mistake leading to a goal. Yeah. Now that is absolutely incredible. You know, that a centre-half can go that long in the Premiership without contributing to casino a goal. Does he ever break sweat? It doesn't look like he ever breaks sweat. Like it doesn't look like it. The best thing about him is that he's brought the best out of the other players around him. Like yeah, Gomez. So. Yeah. I mean, Gomez yeah. is looking a younger version of him now, isn't he? To yeah. degree. You know, he's, he's so comfortable with the ball on his feet. He's, you know, last night's goal well, the one, the, the, one last night, the one last night, the, the, the ball gets played down yeah. in the left 
left hand side. He's come across. It must be 70 30 in your fellow's favour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's got a lot of seconds. And that, you know that's me. He's, he's like I remember when Lanson was in his pond and he and he sometimes he got injured yeah. and the players struggled without him being in the team. As soon as you come back in the team, you look well pieces to play alongside. Yeah. And I think Van Dijk's getting to that stage too. Point he's making better. You know even you know Lovren even Lovren played well last year but didn't after the session when yeah. he comes to the yeah. team. So we're not criticising Lovren, but when he's not there, Lovren is a completely different player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. But I mean. Would you say the strongest uh, central pairing would be having Van Dijk and Gomez? Definitely. Or Van Dijk and Lovren? Well, well, my, my personal preference yeah. is I think they look defensively stronger with Gomez, Lovren, Van Dijk and Lovren. Defensively stronger. Now, yeah. whether, whether you want to say, well, we'll nick a goal, or do you want that? Sexy football, yeah, yeah. Moving forward. yeah. Which, which you well, have when Trent Alexander plays. Sources, of course, you know, at yeah. home, we want to see the card for the home and Saturday. You need that for me, full back. You've got to pick and choose your games, haven't you? You see, I, I, I know it's bold, and I don't even think I'd have the, the guts to do it, but I, I, I'm a firm believer as well. I don't mean to be but when you're going to play the lower teams who are going to be with their emphasis of staying up rather than. Yeah. Challenging. I think when you play them teams, I think you may as well play two wingers as fullbacks because you don't need fullbacks. You don't need yeah, yeah, We haven't got them, have we? That's the problem. No. No, they, yeah. are, they are our wingers, aren't they? They are our wingers, yeah. You know, do so you think Gomez defensively but, is but better than Oxley? Yeah, he is. He's better defensively. Even yeah. right if Oxley Chamberlain was fit, you could play Oxley Chamberlain. Right yeah. Yeah. But then he, do you think he'd actually go to like three at the back and do whatever? Well, you could go to two at the back in yeah. them games. You could even go to yeah. one at the back because they, yeah, they've, got no bit, they've got no they've got ambition. No ambition. It's going to be amazing when Van Dijk gets fit, isn't he? Because he's got a broken <laughs> rib, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, John. Yeah, there was one other excellent performance last night that um, I think it's worth a mention. The ball boys. I thought they were brilliant. They got the ball. No, no, they got the ball back so quickly all the time, and we could just take a throw in. We could take a goal kick. We could take the corner. We could just move on straight away. And, and then start didn't have a chance to. That, that's a that's a UEFA thing, isn't it? That's a Champions League. Yeah. You don't see that in the Premier League. Yeah. Well, I think we should. Multi ball you know, system. I, I think we should. I mean, at Huddersfield on Saturday, they had their ball boys we lined up do, with, yeah. with well, towels we had, we had a, for the throw ins. We had it two or three years ago when they football, and it's it's chaos because. If it's if it's done properly, it's brilliant. Yeah. But unfortunately, you'd have a set of balls where you don't want to give you the ball. <laughs> and you play away, you don't shoot the ball. Cheech. So, so that's why he's captain. They're fighting with them. No, but there are ball boys last night. We're giving the ball back to them as quickly yeah. as they were giving yeah, yeah. it to us. Because they because they knew they'd give it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when, when yeah, they're on in the football way, league, yeah. when they're on bonuses, not to give the ball. <laughs> no, no, but on Saturday, you know, a card they'll get well, a throw in yeah. and they'll they'll take the yeah, time to take. You've seen a couple of players get admonished for the. Strangling ball boys trying to get the ball off. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think we should have them on Saturday and I've already yeah. tweeted Tony Glantz and asked him to arrange it. To arrange ball boys, yeah. yeah with, with fast arms. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in terms of uh, you know, in terms of the Champions League, we've put that to bed for a couple of weeks now. We've got, obviously, we've got Cardiff on, on uh, Saturday. Now, it's it's one of those games which you'd expect to be, you know, three points now. Do you think it's. Our last two games. Remember our last games against Cardiff. I've got the uh, I've got the figures here. Remember them? Um, I think one was so maybe five four three one at home. Five six, three away. Six, six three away. Six three, six, away. three away. six three away it was, and um, four ones at home or four nil. 
was um, it was four one, yeah. four one. Suarez maybe. Or Suarez no, three one it was. Three one. Uh, yeah, and we beat them six three at Cardiff City yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Uh, and on that day, um, when we beat them at Cardiff City Stadium in March two thousand fourteen, it was a hat trick from Suarez. Yeah. Uh, a couple from Martin Skirtle. It was a distant Scale. memory, yeah. And uh, one from Daniel Sturridge. I remember Sturridge got one, yeah. So there's only one player yeah. there now out of that. Uh, and we beat them 3 1 at home. Um, you, know, you know, the, the big tip is you know, we're going to challenge for the league that time. You know, the amount of times, the amount of times we, the amount of times Liverpool won games like 5 3 and 6 3, as I say, 4 2s, 3 2s. Yeah. Uh, and it's great to watch. But you know deep down, you know if you concede in goals at that that rate, you're not going to be successful. No. And if we can, I I personally believe, if we can have the lowest goals against Colin at the end of the season, yeah. I personally think we'll win the league. Yeah. Now, you that's know, it's a bold statement. Well, I do, and the, and the reason why I do is that I think we will get better offensively. I think we have to get better offensively. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that could that that'll come. Yeah, it will because yeah. you know. We were for more than that. Two years ago, we were saying how good we are going forward. If only we could defend. Yeah. yeah. Well, now we can defend. Yeah. But you can't have it both ways. Well, really. you can't. And sometimes you have to sacrifice a yeah. little bit. I think that's what he's done this well, year. You know, I think that's what he's done. Buddy. Well, I'd agree with that. Yeah. But it doesn't take a lot. It's more personnel that you have at the back. You can play the same formation if you've got better players. Stronger players. Do so you think maybe that was part of the thinking with the team on Saturday at Ordersfield? That what you mentioned before about Liverpool being a stronger unit with Gomez at right back defensively, given that we had Sturridge and Lana in the team. Yeah, perhaps you like And we're a bit lightweight in some ways with, with, with them, you know. Well, you know, I mean, do you, do you honestly, can you honestly see Liverpool's all in the many games? No. I think if we get a nil, we win the game. You're 90% certain to win. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm picking up what you said. I remember Man United years ago in Cantona at this point. They won a load of games where he made it 1 0. Yeah. He won the league. Well, I think that, that's uh, the, the, the age old saying. And I, we laughed at it when we won the league at Acton last year. 1 0 is win leagues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Arsenal were the masters of it. Yeah. You know, 1 0 to the Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 1 0 do win leagues, believe it or not. And that's why I was laughing on the coach on Saturday because we, we were coming back to Peterborough. We beat Peterborough 1 0 yeah. on Saturday. We, we beat Peterborough. I mean, watching Liverpool. Um, and we've got a couple of, you know, um, Sam Finley's absolutely crazy Liverpool fan, and, and he's, he's got it up on his iPad. And we're watching him, and I went, well, it bowls well, I want it bowls well, even though I want us to win five 0 I, I, I want, I want it Liverpool to be the entertainment. Yeah. I want, I want to, I want it to be spoiled. But if I want us to win the league, I've got to realise that if we, if we can have that lowest. Uh, goals against Colum, yeah, yeah. and then gives us a great opportunity. Yeah. But look at City, City just, they, don't, they seem to be unstoppable, won't they, City? You know I mean? well, they do, they do, but you know, they do. There's 10 goals difference, isn't there? There's 10 goal difference already, already yeah. yeah. They do, but, you know, best one in the world, we're going to go to City. It could be the shootout for the title. Yeah. And, listen, I don't think there's any City fan who back against Liverpool. No, no, no. No, they must be petrified of us when we play them. Guardiola is, you know, he's done that by his own admission, by his, you know, the way he talks about Liverpool. Certainly at Anfield, you know, he, he waxes a little about the crowd more than anything else. He's, you know, he's, that's why he wants to stop us from playing the way we did. 
Yeah. It's just the crowd getting up because he knows how, how potent it can be. Yeah. And I think he's, he's more worried about us than us about them. I don't see about it. So I think if we can go to their grounds on level par with them, as you say, they, they won't want to play us. No. And I think, you know, we can, we can be, you know, we've won, I think we won twice there last year, obviously, league. Um, sorry, we beat them twice last year. We got beat by them in the, uh, three times, sorry, wasn't it? Got beaten in the league by them in a game where we were the best side, arguably, for the players. Yeah, so well, you, Salah missed a load of City's yeah, first. And the previous years we've been better. There could be little watershed moments, you know, throughout this season. And I think that penalty miss could be the watershed moment yeah. for me. Mm. Yeah, good point, yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of, you know, in terms of Carabao, just see three points on, on Saturday night. Well, you know. well we've got to, you've still got to win the games. Yeah. You've that, you've that's, that's, you've the problem. that's the problem when you're expected to win games. It adds, it adds a different kind of pressure. pressure you know. yeah, and, yeah. and the crowd can be quiet sometimes yeah, because can, of that. And they can be low-key. The thing you have to guard against is, not so much complacency, it's sloppiness. And as we spoke about before, we were sloppy the first 15 minutes last night. And then the goal settled us down. And the longer the game goes on without the goal, I mean, we've seen a couple of games last year, I think it was West Brom and Swansea was at Pop No Nels. And there's me saying, you know, you don't see Liverpool's or no, no. And there's two at home. Yeah. And, and if we're going to be successful, yeah, it, it's, again, without being unkind, it's the Nigel Ben situation. You've got to knock the Mexican Rose because all that You have to. <laughs> If you're going to get to the, the top prize, yeah, you have to knock them all over. Yeah. On the it, was, it was West Brom and Stoke. I just trying to think. West Brom and Stoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were both nil nil, and you know, so it can happen. Mm. And, and in both of those games, I think, I think the atmosphere was pretty poor because the crowd are expecting yeah. some more of it. So yeah, as much as we should win on Saturday, we can't go expecting to win and well, both on the pitch. I think. No, no, and I think obviously the, the team selection will dictate, you know, how confident we are. But. Yeah. Which haven't seen me put on the pitch, we should be strong enough to be careful. We should. Well, Cardiff beat Fulham last time out, 4 2. And that's just scoring four, that's as many as we scored in the previous eight, eight league games. Yeah. You know, so they're not prolific scorers. No, and they've done well there against Fulham, haven't they? But at home, but going away, they're coming for the point. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I did watch them against Burnley and they played really well against Burnley. They got yeah. beat too much. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. never lost the game. Yeah. They played really well. They played some good attack on the ball. So it won't be the cakewalk that people think it will yeah. be. But yeah. I just think. I think it'd be I, the same team, similar well, team. Well, I think you. I don't know what he'll do with midfield. I, I can't see him not playing the three forwards, with them all getting a goal under the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was absolutely delighted last night, especially when Mane got his goal after missing yeah. yeah. And I just think that they will go in there. Well, there's no midweek game, high, is there? Yeah. Only for blood. There's no midweek game. Uh, the next game is Arsenal. Is Henderson injured? No, well, he's got, no, he's um, yeah, he's, he's he had a slight so, hamstring. So I don't think he'll risk him if he doesn't need to. I don't think Henderson will play on Saturday. No, so no, no, so, 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 so you tend to think, you know, we've got someone spotted him on the plane to Dubai last night. So we probably so. So he's he's out in Orlando. tells us he's in Dubai. Or a look like Kate is injured. So you know. The midfield. I think he'll stay the same. Not so much yeah, yeah. fix itself, but you know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Whether, I don't know. He might play Milner. Yeah. Milner. The rest yeah. of them, yeah. Yeah. We had we had a bit of criticism for the last podcast uh, where someone tweeted and said we were very biased against referees. Now the referee on Saturday is Stuart Atwell. Ooh, have you yeah. got any opinions Ooh. on him? Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> this is the referee that doesn't see. To push on Danny Ings down at West Brom as yeah. being a penalty yeah. when, when he's got a clear view of it. 
Yeah. And when well, I think we win them one another time. Can you be biased before the game yeah. against the referee? And the same, but the same fella thinks it's a push by Henderson on the West Brom. Yeah. Left Remember winger, that, yeah. Yeah. that gives them that the free kick from which they get the equaliser yeah, 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 last, last minute. So, yeah. so you know, it just you it over like he. Um, yeah. He's got his card uh, marked already. Yeah, yeah. Card marked, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got strong thoughts on Stuart Hackett. Yeah. Strong, strong thoughts. Come on, let's he have them then. He, 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 he was pushed forward too quickly. Yeah. Yeah. He was fast sacked too quickly. He it's is just, actually. It's just the word in the, in the game, yeah. Well, in my opinion. It's yeah. only my okay. opinion. Yeah. Um, but he is a very good referee. And he got demoted in friendship. He made a few high profile mistakes. Didn't yeah, he? he did. Well, he had, he had the goal up the bounce out one goal to need the one at the ball. But. He got to multiple in the Premier League, but before, prior to him getting to multiple in the Premier League, he refereed us against Fulham in the FA Cup. Mr. Hodgson was the manager. And that was the game that Roy Hodgson refused. The inimitable Mr. Hodgson. The inimitable Roy Hodgson refused to let his players get changed and are changing. You're not, you're not bitter about this at all, are you? What's up? And what was the reason behind that? He thought it wasn't, they weren't up to standards. Well, so what I said was, I said, well, you only have to get changed there once in your lifetime. You have to get changed there every week. <laughs> so, and the art side of my life. That's the magic of the cup, isn't it? The magic of the cup. So anyway, so uh, it's it's a great game. Started off really well. We've got a big crowd, and uh, we go one 0 down. We equalise. Well, we meant to go two 0 down. Got it back to two one, and he he boots one of our players for the, it wasn't even a foul, and then he did a nothing <laughs> foul on the halfway line. And he gave him a second yellow and sent him off after 13 minutes. Telling me every player for fun. And we had, we had a, it was a valiant, spirited effort, but we lost 3 1 the game. Yeah. And uh, I think Roy got me assistant sent off as well. But, <laughs> but Stuart Tapwell then, the following, the following game, he refereed Liverpool versus. Who did. Um, Steven Gerrard has gone away with an elbow on a, on a lad, Michael, Michael Tong. So be Liverpool versus Portsmouth. Yeah. Steven Gerrard on the telly. Steven Gerrard sucked back to the edge of the box, elbowed him in the back of the head, went down, stayed there all day long. He didn't. Uh, and that was on the back of him not booking, uh, sending our player off the day before. So I, I was a bit miffed at that. But then, since he's since he got demoted after that, where did he get demoted? He got demoted back to the EFL. So back to our league. Yeah. Not the Championship. No. Well, Championship yeah, yeah, covers yeah, the, the three. Yeah. Um, so then he's had to he's had to work his way back up, and to be fair, we've had him since, and he's been very very good. Yeah. I think I give him a hundred out of hundred, which is you know well, not many managers know. give that mark. And he's improved no end. Every time I've seen him, he's improved. Yeah. So, so he's he's a success story for me. So there you go, John. Well, there you go. I mean, if any, anyone gets well, we'll keep our powder titles. Well, we we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> it was only last April when he missed that pen. Yeah. So, well, we see what happens. But I mean, it's going to be you know it's going to be. You know, an interesting game, but we've got to we've got a break then, and we've got for those for me the big ones Arsenal, Arsenal are allegedly on fire. But I saw them against, yeah. but I saw them against uh, Leicester the other day, and Leicester could have been two or three in a row. So it's going to be a massive game, and that is a real test for both teams, isn't yeah. it? Well, the the Arsenal games are generally, and maybe maybe Liverpool have changed, maybe the animal of Liverpool has changed because. Liverpool and City was always a shootout, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, every game I've seen Liverpool City for the last five years has been, been mad. way better than you. Mad. My dad's yeah. better than yours. Yeah, yeah. And and that wasn't the case. 
when we played City at Anfield this season, yeah. both teams were petrified to lose the game. Yeah. I think the, I think both teams recognised the magnitude of it. City realised how much we've improved, and we realised how much we've improved. So I think now we we realise we're serious contenders, whereas probably last year we didn't. And so, going to the Arsenal game, I think if it becomes a shootout, I think we win. Yeah. I think if, if both teams open up. I think we win, yeah. and I hope. I hope we're better defensively than. I hope it just become that type of game. Yeah, yeah. Because Arsenal, like you say, I've, I've only seen Arsenal a few times this year. This season, sorry, but they are defensively wide open. Yeah. Because they've got a new manager and they've got a new system, whatever they're doing. But they just seem to be all over the place defensively. Yeah, but it'd be nice if we can get the three points against Cardiff and, yeah. and then go, go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's Cardiff's the next game. Obviously, that's one the most of, important game. One of the great things about the. Um, the match midweek against Red Star has Salah reached 50 goals in 65 games. Now that's a club record. Now, um, does anyone know who, who's second? Anyone has it a guess on who's second? I'll have a guess at Michael Ohm. Absolutely, you know, Michael Ohm was 93 games before he got 50 goals. 93. John, you want to hazard a guess? I would have said Fowler. Fowler was 94 games. Yeah, I'm surprised. And I, yeah. uh, I said yeah. Albert Stubbins because I've seen him on the telly this morning. Albert Stubbins, <laughs> you are correct. So Albert Stubbins, 77. Next one would be Roger Hunt, 79 games. Torres, 84. Storage, Rush, and Aldridge all on 87. Did so that's those. Did he finish on an LP? No <laughs> <laughs> stats. The thing about that, the thing about that, listen, it's, it's incredible. How incredible. could he be? Because he's missed it. He has missed an absolute apple. Yeah. But he's also, in the position to miss it. Yeah, and also he hasn't took a lot of pennies. No. Yeah. And I was all whether I was all whether I'm doing Albert's disservice here because I don't know whether he took the pens or not. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, I just think it's absolutely incredible yeah. that someone can score that amount of goals. Please don't forget. I was just like as a player, and you. you oh, well, you never mentioned well, that. <laughs> you, you're guaranteed <laughs> cult status if you get one and two. Yeah. yeah. You get one and two, you're cult status. Yeah. So you know to to do that. But I thought I did well. I got 202 and 278 games from Morgan. and I thought that was good. But that blows you away, doesn't it? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, so, I mean. No one really knew that stat before the game, did they? I don't think I, it was I didn't know that he was getting to the 50. Yeah, but to keep the pressure off him, but to score that amount well, of goals. But the other you, stat that alarmed me was, I think in the last 14 <coughs> games in the Champion, Champions League, I think we scored something like 55 goals. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. Yeah, we, yeah, again, yeah. it was on the side this morning, we scored the most goals in the calendar year in the Champions League than anybody. By, by ten, I think it's 10 goals in this team, to be honest. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, even looking at Rush, you know, be regarded as, you know, in the modern era, one of Liverpool's greatest strikers. All he needs is Rush. Yeah. All he needs is Rush. But 87? Yeah. You know, he's, he's blown it away, isn't he? He's blown yeah. it away, you know, it's like. And well, people you, are saying now, you know, people are saying at the start of the season, oh, you know, he, he's not firing, but he's still scoring goals, isn't he? He's still getting in, into position. I'd say the last two games he's looked a lot sharper. Yeah. What well, 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 you said, he's still getting in, in the position. Even at Chelsea, where his final ball yeah. or final shot wasn't good enough, he was still there in that position yeah. to do it. Yeah. And, you know, and the team itself, as a collective thing, is still playing all right. We're winning games. Listen, you know what I mean? Listen, if he's not firing, he's not going to not fire all season. No, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if he, if he gets it back to where he was last year, 
Who's seen his better watch out? Exactly, I'm putting it this way. No team will go on to a pitch thinking, ah, he's not that good at the moment, we'll leave him alone. So, uh, so they're gonna, oh, so. he's gonna occupy two yeah. every, every time he gets two defenders around, doesn't he? He's yeah. always got every two Every game, down. every game, double so, up on him. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, no, but it's just incredible to, you know, when, when you think, of, yeah. you look at those stats, it's just, it's just unbelievable what a player we've got there. It's just fantastic. Um, going on now to things off the field. Um, Keith, you wanted to mention something about the the uh, big food bank um, collection the weekend? No, it's not the food bank, it's the... Um, well, obviously, there no, will be a, a food big, bank. There'll be yeah, a food Peter bank Moore. Peter Moore, is oh, the, sorry, yeah. He's um, donating something off the club. Peter Moore apparently has um, bought a new van for the, for the food, food banks, bank, which yeah. is a great gesture. Which is a great gesture, yeah. That's what I meant. No yeah. worries about it. Sorry, yeah, yeah, just that, sorry. I thought you were going to... Yeah, yeah, so the food, food bank is... The food bank thing is happening on Saturday. On Saturday, so... Adrian Durham tweeted about it yesterday. And there was an explosion of tweets because he was saying, what type of society do we live in where... Because Ian Bain, who's on the SOS committee, but he's also a councillor in our area, said we've run out of food in the North Liverpool Food Bank. Yeah. So Adrian Durham retweeted it on the TalkSport Drive Twitter page. And I believe uh, I believe midweek when the, it was the best food bank collection he'd had. Now yeah. even though Adrian Durham got loads of retweets, you got loads of stick off people saying you know negative things about food banks saying mm. you know well basically you know basically Tory type you know you're spending the money on other things that's why they know it's all that but it was absolutely brilliant so the fact that on Saturday uh, I think Jamie Carragher's going there on Saturday yeah. uh, when Peter Moore is yeah. donating yeah. the van from the club so it's it's a, it's a great not time it's a great initiative isn't it you know and we've got the same thing we've well, you got thing. a food bank we've got a food bank Day on Saturday, yeah. um, and I, I just think it's it's fantastic that yeah. you can get people to come. Yeah. I think the one who's front front Nars is Ailey off Carnation St Julia's. Yeah. Yeah. So well, she's fronting the one. Yeah, yeah. And it's good, that. And so so we publicised last week. I think I think it's a fantastic yeah. initiative. That well, I think you've got a lot of people in one area. Yeah. If they all brought a tin of beans, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it, it reinforces the community spirit of a football club. Yeah, yeah. And that's what. And I think that's what. And, and, and ultimately, that's what they're there for. That's, that's, that's one of the most important for me. That's one of the most important things. The fact that what they've done, fans supporting food banks, have done a brilliant job people over the last two years. But they're bringing football fans together. Huddersfield had one yeah. on well, Newcastle uh, last Saturday. Them, you know, Newcastle, Huddersfield, Newcastle. Because they're seeing yeah. what's happening in Liverpool. Yeah. And it, you know, the Liverpool fans have bought food banks. Is at the forefront of it? Well, the National League. National, uh, yeah, Liverpool and Everton, to, to be fair. Yeah. Both, both the National Conference of it was last, last week in the St. Joe's Hall, wasn't it? it was yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Very, very well received and very well supported. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's going from strength to strength. But you know, it's, it's tragic that we got to. It's sad that you have to rely on it. But it's fact, isn't it? Yeah. And you know, you have to deal with reality as it happens, don't you? Yeah, and you yeah. know, some people say it's nothing to do with Well, of course it is, because. As you just said, then it's affecting the society and the, the communities of the people who live around the football grounds. Football Basically, was born out of them communities, yeah, and that's why it's yeah. so important, isn't it? Um, but, so yeah, and there's another thing happening on Saturday, and that's the um, the collection for uh, Sean, Sean Cox. Yes. Uh, we we talked about uh, Roma before, but you know, um, he was injured, um, seriously injured after uh, before the Roma game <coughs> in April, uh, and so there's a He's gone into, uh, he's gone into a like a care home, rehabilitation home, yeah. and they've got to pay for it basically. 
it's indoor really, isn't it? At the moment, yeah, but yeah. obviously, his care now, obviously, his medical care for one of the best 24 place, hours, yeah. Has basically ceased now because he's, he's done as much as he can. He's now yeah, he's yeah. got to go into rehabilitation by the sound. So there's going to be a, a, it's going to be a collection on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, there's going to be a, um, a, a book collection at the ground on Saturday. Um, which and is who's, who's organised well, that? Well, We've done that, the SOS have done it, uh, in conjunction with the club actually, the club have got on board with, and the club have been very good actually in fairness. Yeah. Um, but it's not short notice, but, and some people have said, you know, give it a bit more time to organise things, but for me, the thing that came out the other day, I think it was last week, where he, the figures that people started banding around and he needs you know, a million, oh. two million pounds, it's heartbreaking really, in a situation which they don't want to be in, it's the last thing they want as a family, it's not, they, not, it's not their choosing, so mm. to wait, to me, I thought we just get it off the ground, get the ball running, and get some money what raised, and, and and hopefully get get them a bit of support. Really, what about I mean? the argument though of like the football clubs are a massive institution, millions of pounds they pay millions of pounds on on players. It's well, their to responsibility. me, I, yeah, I understand that. Well, yeah, and a Liverpool being football club, advocate here, but yeah, course, I understand yeah. that. But Liverpool football club as a club, and the certain individuals at the club who, who we know. I've been absolutely magnificent with the family behind the scenes, and it's that's ongoing. It's been ongoing since the very time it happened, yeah. and it's going to carry on. And, and I'm sure that Liverpool Football Club have got things in place to make a big difference in their in their life. But as fans, to me, this is what the fans should. It's an opportunity for the fans to show their support. So that's why we've done what we've done. At the end of the day, he was he was a, he was a fan. Yeah. Family. He was just a fan. Unfortunately for wrong him, place, wrong classics, time. You know, I know it's very easy to say and terrible things like wrong place, wrong time. But exactly what it was. You don't think that could be football? Massive, exactly, no. and that's your life forever. Yeah, exactly, and that's what it's done. Unfortunately, and yeah. that is the reality that, that as a family they've got to deal with. So if we can, as a, as a fan base, raise some money, which is what he needs, that's what we need to do. So on Saturday, obviously we've got. They've got that as well, got John. This, this is running in conjunction with the two sets up a fund that I've got. So, where were, where were the so obviously on Saturday, so we're going to be basically all around the ground, outside the turnstiles. Inside the ground as well? No, unfortunately, safety issues won't let us do that. But what we're going to do is obviously, the club, I say, the club have been magnificent. I spoke to them today and they've been brilliant. And they've moved Evan and Air to help us, but there's certain things yeah. that we can't do because of safety, which is fair enough. Yeah. Not a problem with that. But obviously, we're going to be collecting outside the turnstiles, on the podium, outside the main stand, on the uh, Paisley Wires, whatever it's called now. The, the called now. 96 Avenue? Yeah, no, 96 Avenue, whatever. Um, basically, on, anywhere on the club property, yeah. we, we've been able to... Oh, uh, brilliant, brilliant. We've got great, yeah. uh, collections going in the, the local pubs around the grounds. Super. Uh, we're going to be putting, hopefully, well, we are putting collection uh, buckets inside the ground on the concourses, on the counters, so people can donate there. Um, so hopefully we'll raise a significant amount of yeah. money well, that's, on Saturday. It's a brilliant initiative yeah. of the food banks and the Sean Cox. Uh, well, what it does, it reinforces that Liverpool as a football club, sometimes sometimes rightly, sometimes wrongly, get criticised, but as a club, they do pull together when they yeah. need to, yeah, and yeah, the fans yeah. do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a brilliant yeah. initiative, yeah. brilliant, absolutely superb. Well, thanks for, um, thanks for listening to Alain La Rouge, your fortnightly podcast for the Liverpool Echo. And uh, John, I'd like to thank you for coming. Who have you got on Saturday, by the way? We've got Bolts for the top of the league. Oh, that's a big game. Of course. How many did they bring? Home, they'll bring. They would have been best balls of 2000. 2000, yeah. yeah. Probably fill the ground. Uh, yeah. And I say we've been doing okay. We're fourth in the league. Fourth in the league, that is unbelievable. We've found that everyone's there. Uh, that's a pasty spot. You thought, John. Yeah, people really kiss- thought we could compete. Yeah. People yeah. kissing your feet, yeah. Not yet, no. But um, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a long slog, but, yeah. you know. 
we're enjoying the ride and that's all you can do ok yeah. good luck on Saturday yeah good luck John and thanks to uh, John Nicholson and Keith Colvin Friday La Rouge we'll be back in a couple of weeks thanks for listening all around the world over and out you've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo